to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shea Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately, His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Good evening, and uh, thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, we're glad to be here. I'm Lee Preston with Shadow of His Wings Ministry and Healing Hidden Wounds, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Shay. Good evening, Shay. Good evening. We're glad to be here tonight. We're uh, just uh, excited about uh, just just what God has in store for us tonight. We're excited about uh, looking at some more hidden wounds. And that's what our radio show is called, is Healing Hidden Wounds. And we are also a call-in show. And so I'm going to go ahead and give out the numbers now in case you uh, want to call in at some point. Uh, locally, we're two, it's 210-340-9585 or toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. And uh, so don't uh, don't hesitate to call in. We're, we also want to explain a little bit about Healing Hidden Wounds. You know, I think what's so amazing is that um, we serve a God who is our healer. And sometimes we think that he only heals physically, but he also heals our emotional wounds and our mental wounds. And so we uh, we began this this ministry and this mission to seek out those whose hearts were broken and whose whose lives had left them wanting. And so maybe you're listening tonight. And you have some issues in your life that keep coming back and you don't really know what to do with them. Perhaps you've had relationship issues or hurts in your life. And that's what healing hidden wounds is all about. It's about looking into our hearts and finding those things that keep us from knowing God's love better. Well, and I would like to just share a verse um from Proverbs 18:14 and it says the human spirit can endure any the human spirit can endure in sickness but a crushed spirit who can bear and i just think that really that just says it all um you know it's it's sometimes in our childhood you know it's not about saying you know putting blame you know on your parents but it is about just crush, crushed spirits and about hurts um, and pain that maybe you went through as a child. Absolutely, because God's best for us is to live a life of abundance, abundant joy, to know how fully loved and fully known we are. And sometimes the brokenness of this world can make it sure feel like that we're not really loved or that somehow maybe God's forgotten us. Or perhaps, you know, no one really wants to be around us because of our brokenness, because of our pain. And so healing hidden wounds is is our attempt at trying to call on the great God Jehovah Rapha, our healer, and ask him to go to those places in our hearts that have kept us from knowing him. So I'm going to start off with a prayer tonight because we're actually going to dive into a specific healing uh, of a hidden wound called the mother wound. And uh, so let's pray first and then we'll jump in. 
Jesus, we just thank you, first of all, for our mothers. We thank you for who they are, and we thank you for just how they've sacrificed in our lives and how they've been an important part of our lives. We also thank you, Jesus, for just taking us tonight to the places that you want us to go because you are an awesome and an amazing God who wants us to know how much you know us. You are a God who wants to to show us just how much your love fills our every wound and our every broken place. And so we thank you for doing that, for being present, and for just showing up tonight. And I'm calling out, Lord, to those people who might be listening, and I'm just asking a special move of your spirit in those places of just helping those people who may feel forgotten tonight and who may have been wounded somewhere along the way. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. And I just want to remind everybody that we're also, we just kind of keep eyes on our our emails. So if they don't feel comfortable calling in, just to go ahead and send us an email at info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. That's a a great email to get to, and you can also visit our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. We have a couple of healing retreats coming up. We have a ladies' retreat. It's a wives' retreat for uh, women who've experienced a brokenness in their marriage where their husbands have gotten involved in a sexual addiction, sexual brokenness, and that's November 21st through the 23rd. We also have a men's healing retreat called the Fervent Warrior that's coming up the last weekend in uh, January, January 30th through February 1st. So if you're interested, you might want to go on the website and look those up. So let's talk a little bit about mothers tonight. That's an, an interesting topic. Like our, like we say, we try to offer real-life answers to some of life's tough questions. And we really are calling out to those people tonight who, who've said to themselves, you know, maybe I got hurt along the way. We're not nearly as, you know, some of you may be saying, I'm good. I don't really need to look there. I'm doing okay. And that's all right. But I want to talk to those people who kind of know that there's a woundedness there or they feel a bit of an ache and they're not sure where that is. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about the mother wound. Um, what are some of the mother wounds, Shay? What is one that comes to your mind? Well, I think that um, I think abandonment can be one of the mother wounds. Um, you know, I think about like children that maybe were given up for adoption. You know, you have you have children that were raised being adopted and you know I'm certainly I know that you know sometimes you're raised in a loving home but um, not saying that you're not raised in a loving home but still it can be a hurtful thing to feel abandoned sometimes it's a, an emotional abandonment um, you know a mother that's maybe involved in her work or involved in uh, just activities and so um, she doesn't really get real involved in your life. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to just address specifically adoption. You know, and, and that's not saying there's not some folks out there um, who might be saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, I had a great mom. I had a great adoptive mom. I see her as my, as my regular mom. I see her as, as my mom. 
and I don't have any any worries about that. But sometimes it's okay to look back and go, what did it feel like to find out that I was adopted? What did it feel like to know that my biological mother gave me up? And uh, it's not to say there aren't some some uh, great reasons why that happens, and, and we are certainly a great proponent of adoption, but it's still looking at the wounds that might be there. Another part of abandonment is, as Shay said, a mom who emotionally maybe abandons her kids. Maybe she has some wounds in her own life that she doesn't know how to handle, and so she's not emotionally present for her kids. You know, uh, sometimes even a mom doesn't know how to be present because she works full-time. Maybe she's a single mom. She works full-time, and so she's going here and going there, and she's working two jobs. And and again, this is not to judge a mom or to put uh, undue uh, weight of guilt on her. It's just to say we are talking about wounds tonight, things that may have caused a little boy or a little girl out there that's now grown up to say, you know, I didn't have a lot of time with my mom. Um, she was always busy. Or maybe she had uh, issues of depression. And so uh, I know we've worked with folks whose mom would go to the room at night and the kids would kind of fend for themselves. And so sometimes abandonment can tell a kid, you know, I don't have anybody who will protect me. So a little bit of about abandonment is to begin looking at how you might have been felt, how you might have felt abandoned in your life. And one of the questions I want to throw out to folks, and I like to ask this question, sometimes it's, uh, um, we may have used it last week, but when you were a little girl or a little boy, uh, whose side of the bed did you crawl in on when you got scared? You know, to think about that for a second, you know, when you were laying in your bed and you look out the window, and as we all do, and sometimes we look out there and we see a, a big hand on the screen. Of course, you know, as an adult, we know it's a tree limb, but it sure looks like a hand. And so we get scared and we go running, and where do we run to? You know, do we run to mom's side of the bed? Do we run to dad's side of the bed? Or just to throw out some uh, other possibilities is we've we've also worked with folks who didn't go anywhere. You know, they were told, you know, we don't want you in our room. Or uh, one one lady I worked with said she slept at the foot of her mom's bed because she knew she wasn't allowed in the bed. And sometimes those are just places of rejection and abandonment to kind of look at. Well, and I'm just wanting to know, you know, how could you explain to to the listeners out there and to the to the people that are hearing this, how would they know that that something like that would have caused a wound in, a wound in their heart? Well, I think it's uh, that's a great question. I think it's important to kind of just think about it and not just stay in your head. You know, uh, we talked a little bit about this last week with with dads. Sometimes it's hard even with moms. You know, there's this kind of glass ceiling that says, I can't say how my parent was, or I can't say they hurt me because I love my mom. She was a great mom. And I'm going to tell all the listeners, we loved our moms, right? (laughs) They were great moms. But they also had wounding. And there's not a mom out there that doesn't have some wounding. Well, and there's, you know, I mean, how many people say, you know, I 
I, when I raise my kids, I'm not going to raise my kids like this, or I'm not going to do that. You know, and it's usually that is where the wounding is, is when you say, well, I'm not going to do this that my mother did because I want to do it different, and I want my kids to know that they're loved or that they know that I'm going to be there. I'm going to go to every play they have or I'm going to go to their band practices or their, I'm going to put them in dance because maybe they didn't have something like that or I'm not going to criticize them or call them names, things like that. Absolutely. And you kind of have two roads there that a kid takes. It's one road is they see the wounding and they may not link it to mom and say, oh, look what mom did. But they say to themselves, like you just said, I will not do that ever. And I will make sure that I let my kids crawl into bed when they get scared. Sometimes you have the other side of that, of that road where they take a different path that says, you know what, I was raised that way and it was okay and I needed it because it made me stronger. And those are folks who are a little harder to get to because those are the ones who think, no, I'm strong and that's what made me strong. But sometimes the wisdom of this world flies in the face of the wisdom of God. And God doesn't always call us to be strong. Sometimes he calls us to look in ourselves and see a tender heart, not always a strong heart. Right. And I just wanted to remind everybody that if they're listening and they have any questions about what we're talking about, um, that they just give us a call. Our number is 210-340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-630. Five seven five seven, And I just wanted to say that, you know, the purpose, I just want to reiterate that the purpose is not, in looking at the mother and the father wound, is not to cause dishonor to our parents. It's not at all that. But it's to help us as we grow closer to God and to help us with any anger or hurt or resentment, anything that may cause us to not be able to love the way God's called us to love and to forgive. Um, because that just is just a way to have a root of bitterness if you have, you know, anger that's in there or unforgiveness. And so, you know, it's not in any way to dishonor, but it's to just to grow us closer to God. Absolutely. And there's a great, there's a great hope in living life abundantly. And so I believe that what God calls us to is an awareness of what keeps us from living the abundant life that he has for us. And sometimes, you know, you may be listening to this and and looking at your own life and realizing, you know, wow, I've had a hard time keeping relationships or uh, my kids are um, not as close to me as I'd like them to be. Or maybe uh, I have a hard time keeping friendships or I'm a loner or maybe I'm lonely and I'm isolated. And some of those things are kind of what show us, as well as what you just said, with making those determinations to change. Some of the other things are the fruit in our lives. Do we have good relationships? Are we able to maintain good relationships? Or do we feel lonely? You know, sometimes uh, I've heard it said, "I, I can be around a crowd of people, and yet I feel lonely. And sometimes that is a product of a mother wound could be a father wound but because we're talking about mother wounds tonight it could be a mother wound it could be a wound that says you know my mom was never around me she never really took me under her wing and really loved on me she was too busy 
and so I feel lonely. Hold on, please. And so I want to, I want to talk to those folks tonight who may f- begin looking at those things and saying, wow, I may have a wound that needs to be addressed. I think we have a caller. Kathleen. We have Kathleen on the line. Hi, Kathleen. You're talking to Healing Hidden Wounds. This is Lee. Hi there. I love what you're talking about, and I, I only caught the last few minutes, but I'm totally in it now. I want to hear more, And but I, I immediately remembered my childhood where I walked into this widow man's home who had five children, and I literally felt like I was walking into heaven. They kissed and hugged. I mean, I was my face was wet with kisses, and they joked, and we had fun, and we barbecued, and, and he had no wife because his wife had passed on, and he was so full of love. Now, my precious mother, she was a single mom, and she was loving too, but she didn't express it with hugs, and <clears throat> she had her own way, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it, I tell you what, that physical expression of love and jesting and it was just awesome, and of course we had. I did chores over there with the other kids, but I felt loved when I was there. And he he taught us the right way. He 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 taught us respect, and I just honor that man so much for what he did with his kids and with me, who was just an outsider. That is such a blessing, Kathleen. You know, I call that a a surrogate father sent from God. I do, too, because I had prayed for my father to come back, and God said, no, I'm going to give you this widow man down the street with five kids, and you're going to have a blast, and you're going to learn good things from him. And my own father did the best he could, but he he abandoned us and went with another woman. So, Oh, I'm so you know. sorry. But but this man was far better example. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yes, and, and the beauty of that is... That is just how God works, is he loves to fill in the places. And uh, I'm I'm just sitting here imagining what a great job he did to fill in the place of missing a father. I would also yes. offer to you that, uh, you know, I, I sense, and maybe this is your mom's experience, is some of our parents grew up in a time when they just were more in tuned to work and to duty and to performance and I got to get everything done and I got too much to do and so maybe they didn't feel a lot of love or, or physical love connection kisses hugs holding from their parents and so absolutely yes yes I totally understand that but it, it certainly is a, a real basic way to express it and I I am teaching even my mother now they How's that a hug, Mom? <laughs> you know? Amen. Amen. And 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 now I've I've almost got her to the point where she almost she she will offer them now, but not as often as I do. But it's okay. I love her anyway. You know. Absolutely, and that is the point of this of of God's love is we can love someone in their brokenness. But I can tell you, it sure sounds, Kathleen, that through this man down the street, you learned. Kisses and hugs are important, and I bet you give lots of them to your family. I do, and because of what he taught me, I can share it. And and they didn't. My brothers didn't get that. I'm the only one because they didn't have a father enough to teach them. But I had. I never married an alcoholic like my father was. I I aim high because of that man, and I 
it, it shows the power of, of a father and, and, of course, a mother's needed too, but you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. And, and the blessing there also is now you actually might be teaching your mom what hugs and kisses can do because you're opening the door of her heart a little bit every time you hug and kiss her. She may not be used to it and be shy, shy away from it a little bit, but <laughs> I promise you I've watched it happen. The more you keep trying, the more she'll finally melt and her heart will open. It's just a part of that loving process. Oh, thank you so much for talking about this. And I'm going to listen from now on. So God bless. I hope you're on every Sunday. We're on every Sunday night at 8 o'clock, and uh, we just thank you so much for the call, and we pray God's blessings over you. Okay, thank you now. Thanks for calling in. And I was just sitting and thinking, and, you know, it's just great, Kathleen, that, you know, uh, sometimes in things that happen to us as we're growing up, the big thing is that sometimes we, Satan would love us to start believing lies, which is maybe, you know, I'm not worthy of hugs and I'm not worthy of kisses, you know, that, that you know, other families, and I see my friends and, and other people that are getting hugs and kisses, but I think it's great, you know, this surrogate father that just came in and, and just brought truth in, that she is worthy and, and she's worthy of kisses and hugs and all the good things. Absolutely. And that's uh, that's really the whole point of of us talking about healing hidden wounds. And I want to offer one more time our phone numbers locally two one zero three four zero nine five eight five or toll free at eight seven seven six three zero five seven five seven. Because the whole point is is that is God's love for us. But I'm sitting here and I'm I'm thinking about those people who might be listening who didn't find the surrogate father. You know, I'm so that's such a beautiful story and it is just it is just an example of the heart of God that Kathleen had a surrogate dad drop in when her mom couldn't offer her some of these things. But I'm I'm hoping that people are listening and beginning to see especially those who might be also sitting there and thinking I never had a surrogate or no one ever showed me that kind of love. And what happens sometimes when that kind of love doesn't come around is is our heart covers over. It closes down. It kind of says, you know, I'm putting up the do not enter sign because I don't know that love is real. And I'm afraid that no one really is going to love me. You know, maybe... maybe my mom's great at cooking and cleaning and she keeps the house really nice, but... Every time I go to her and I tug on her apron and I say, you know, mom, can we go play? You know, she says, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I got to get dinner ready. Um, every time that happens, that could be a potential wound. And I'm not saying your mom meant to do that, but I'm saying, you know, the process of beginning to look at that is sometimes a kid will say, you know, my mom was more interested in her duties than just sitting down and playing with me. Uh, or just sitting down and being with me. And that can cause a real rejection in a child. It makes the child feel rejected. Now, you may be a parent and you're thinking, oh, wow, I've done that, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm not here to try to cause guilt. I'm just saying sometimes it is important for a mom to say, you know what, I can put the beans on, on low, I can turn off the oven, I'm going to go play with my kids for a little bit. Yeah, and it may even be going to going to them if you kind of say, "Wow, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I, I've 
I might have caused, you know, my son or my daughter to feel this way. You know, depending on the age, you know, if they're adult children, you may want to just pull them aside and say, hey, you know, maybe I didn't, maybe I made some wrong choices or maybe I made some choices that just worked at the moment, but I didn't in any way mean to make you feel rejected or and just kind of open up that dialogue, you know, because there's a lot of healing that can go on there. Absolutely. Because rejection is not a permanent wound. It's a wound that God loves to heal. Amen. Abandonment's not a permanent wound. It is a, it is just like any other wound. As wounds begin to get cleaned out and they get uh, some medication on them and they get some, some cleansing, then they end up beginning to heal. And that's what God does with, with wounds. Um, some of the, the types of wounds that we've talked about was uh, abandonment. A little bit of, of what I'd also like to talk about is rejection. You know, we talked about rejection as far as a mom being too busy. Sometimes moms also have a past themselves. And so maybe they're hurt. And maybe they're dealing with their own wounds. And maybe they've just gotten very angry at life. Uh, maybe they've taken on more than what they knew they were supposed to take on. And so sometimes a mom accidentally gets so focused on her own pain and her own wounds that she withdraws her love from her kids. And she just kind of goes through the motions. And, you know, again, certainly if, if, uh, if that mom said, hey, I need help, you know, that's what we'd be here for. But right now we're looking at those kiddos who are saying, you know, mom doesn't seem to even want to be around us. You know, she's too caught up in, her own pain. Maybe she stays in her room when she gets home or, or maybe she goes out every night, you know, maybe that that was your mom. You know, you might say to yourself as you've grown up, well, oh, I, I came out okay. So what? My mom did that. But the truth of that is, is sometimes that can leave a wound of rejection. It can say, why doesn't my mom want to spend time with me? And so dealing, you know, just kind of looking at that, dealing with that wound, beginning to say, you know what, I can love my mom, but I just want to look at it. You know, we're a great proponent of journaling. You know, <laughs> as much as I hate journaling, I'll tell you, I don't like it. I'm not good at it. Neither do I. <laughs> I've had uh, probably 12 or 15 journals in my lifetime, and all of them have about five pages written in them, and then I lose them, or I forget where I put them, or I don't write in them for a little while. But I can promise you when I've had an opportunity to sit down and just put a sentence at the top of a page, uh, again, it's not to down your mom, it's not to tell your mom that she's a bad person, but it's to look at the wounding there. Some of the other wounds uh, that come from our moms sometimes are what we call a critical spirit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it, what you see as a critical spirit? Well, I'm not quite sure exactly where you're wanting to go with a critical spirit. I know that we're getting ready to take a break. So I did want to go ahead and give the numbers again that we'd love to hear from you. Our number is 210-340-9585 or toll-free, 877-630-5757. And so, okay, when we come back, we'll talk about the mother wound and the critical spirit. And yeah, and again, I just wanted to say that we are Shadow of His Wings Ministry and we are Healing Hidden Wounds. The first thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride. 
On a freight train leaving town Not knowing where I'm bound And no one can change my mind But Mama tried Well, welcome back. We're healing hidden wounds, and we're looking at what Mama said. So, Amen. Um, I was just wanting to share a verse. We were getting ready to look at the critical spirit. And, um, again, we're not here to bash our moms or to, you know, to just cause division, but we're simply here to just try and look at some some hurts and maybe some pains from our childhood and just to get some healing in there so we can better love and and forgive and just kind of move in the direction that God wants us to go. So I wanted to share a verse from Proverbs 18:21 and it says the tongue has the power of life and death. And you know I was thinking about that and I was thinking how sometimes um you know, sometimes as as you're growing up, children may be criticized, especially, you know, like for females, I guess. I'm speaking as a female, and, and maybe, you know, it's like you have too much makeup on, or are you going out like that, or, you know, and kind of implications that maybe come across that maybe you grow up thinking certain things about yourself in comparison with other females, and so I think for women especially, I think they have a real hard time um, just with comparisons with other women. And I think a lot of that has to do with some of the upbringing and some of the things that they learned growing up. And I think that's part of the wounding. Absolutely. You know, the critical spirit says you're never going to quite make it. You know, you may think you've made it, and then a critical spirit comes along and says, are you sure you're wearing that today? Or are you going out dressed like that? And so what that does to a, a child, a, a little girl or a little boy, is it says, you know what, There's, I'm never going to quite make it. Uh, maybe you're thinking, hey, I did great because I got this project finished, and it turned out great, and I got a, I got a B plus, and I'm so excited. But the critical spirit says, why couldn't you have done better? What could you have done differently to make an A? And I'm not saying we're not to help our kids strive, but sometimes there's a difference between helping them strive and the critical spirit that always says you're not quite going to make it. The bar, you never reach the bar. And sometimes as the mother wound, that can be a part of it because the mother wound can be something that speaks into a child that says you're never going to quite, you're never going to get my approval completely. You got to always be striving to do better. And this creates a bit of a performer, a performer, a perfectionist. It creates a person who feels like they've got to always do better, be better. Uh, I didn't quite clean the house like mom wanted it. Here I thought I did great. I did this wonderful job on cleaning the bathroom. And she comes in and says, well, you missed that. You know, and it's great to say, hey, you know, let me teach you how to do it fully. But it's also great to first say, hey, you did a great job, sweetie. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for you to do better. And then maybe take a moment later and say, hey, can I show you how to do this? Because a kid needs to know that you're cheering them on. 
too much criticism and they begin to get a broken spirit like we talked about earlier. That spirit that says, you know what, I'm just not going to try anymore because I'm never going to make you happy. And so the blessing there is trying to figure out if you had a critical spirit, then what is the truth there? You know, the Bible says that you should know the truth and the truth should set you free. And so the amazing thing about the truth is if you can get it in there into that wound, they can help you recover. I want to offer to you one more time. We're a call-in show. And so we have a local number, 210-340-9585. You can also call in toll-free at 877-630-5757. And if you don't want to call in and you'd like to just email us in with a question, you can always email at Shadow of His Wings info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. So we're talking about the mother wound tonight and where the hope and the healing can come from if you've accidentally experienced some wounding from your mom and uh, what a critical spirit entails. Um, critical spirits also sometimes entail favoritism, uh, where a mom thinks one child is great because he or she does it all perfectly. But maybe there's another kid in the house that is, you know, always stumbling into things or doesn't always know quite where he's headed or she's headed and just has a completely different spirit. And sometimes the critical spirit can say, well, because you don't know how to do it right, I don't favor you. Well, and and it's not that they would say it that way. It's more like, you know, why could... Why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your sister? Um, or I just get along better with this child because she brings home the good grades and and he doesn't. Or, you know, she and I get along or he and I get along because we have, you know, he just seems to get me. And yet you're you're always got your head in the clouds or you're not quite, you know, you're not quite uh, relating to me the way I want you to relate to me. You know, I think what's beautiful about God's creation is, is that we're all different. And um, that's a blessing. I know it doesn't feel that way sometimes, but it is a blessing. And so sometimes God gives a parent a child. Sometimes he gives them two or three children, and they're all different. One is just like you. One of them is not just like you. And it's great to accept those children exactly where they're at. You know what? I always look at it as kind of an example I always give is, you know, you may give birth to a peach tree, a pecan tree, and an oak tree, and you can't make a peach tree look like an oak tree, and you can't make an oak tree give out pecans. And the great thing about that is is that's how God made these kids. And a critical spirit can say, I want them all to be alike. I want them all to behave the way they're supposed to behave. And sometimes, you know, you may be a listener th- <laughs> relating to this right now. You just may have a kid who doesn't seem to go with the flow. And just remember, a critical spirit can sometimes say, you must conform to being better. You must conform to complying with what I want, rather than God's spirit that says, you know what, I made you that way, and it's okay. And love him, love her just the way they are, and I promise you, in the end, you'll see the fruit that I meant for them to to provide. So the critical spirit is uh, is something to, to actually just kind of pray about. It's a hard one to note. It's a hard one to find. Um, but it's uh, it's great when you can kind of get rid of it because a critical spirit can cause a lot of pain. 
Finally, you know, I think as we're coming to uh, the middle of the second half of the hour, I'd like us to talk about the mother wound and just what do we do with it? What? How do you know that I? How is it going to affect my relationships? Well, I think an important thing is is not necessarily relationships, but also your relationship with God. I think sometimes, you know, you just get to where you just maybe don't trust. Um, you don't trust, and so maybe the conversations, you know, don't go to a deep level. I was sitting and I was actually thinking, you know, I've heard a lot of people that have heard as they're growing up, it's you go and you share something with your mother, you know, or you share, oh, because you, you think, you know, the mom is supposed to be the safe one, maybe the nurturer, the, you know, the father is more the disciplinarian, you know. I think a lot of homes are raised in that kind of that kind of thinking, and um, it's kind of like you go and share with your mom, and then, you know, she says, "Well, wait until your dad gets home," and I tell him, you know, what happened, or, you know, or you do something, you you break the cookie jar, or you break something, and it's like wait till your dad gets home, and, you know, it kind of gets to where communication begins to not feel safe. And. Not trustworthy. Not trustworthy. And that same trustworthiness reflects onto God sometimes, because if I can't trust my mom, then how do I know I can fully trust God with everything that I feel or everything that I'm going through? I think we have a caller. I think uh, Harold is on the line. Hi, Harold. You're on with Healing Hidden Wounds. This is Lee. Hello. Uh, This is Harold. Hi, Harold. Um, How are you doing tonight? Yeah, I was listening to your show again, of course, and... Your wife had mentioned girls with makeup, and it just took me back maybe 14, 15 years old, maybe 14. My sister, I have two twins, I have a set of twin sisters, and Barbara has always wanted to be like me so much. And somehow we got to, she wanted a haircut like mine, and so I cut it a boy's haircut. It was already a little bit short, but I cut it just like mine over the ears, and my mother, poor thing, she she walked in the room and slapped the living hell out of her. And it's like we talk about it sometimes, not me and Mama that much because we forgave her and we forgot about that. But me and my sister Barbara, she's like, oh, man, I think my mother, looking back, was hiding something she already knew. And maybe she thought she could slap it out of her. Well, certainly a slap is ultimate rejection sometimes. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was something that she already knew. Uh, trying to, uh, you know, then now maybe I'm going to know. You know how the gay world was back in the 70s. It wasn't a pretty place. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. But uh, it just, I don't know. I just got back to that point, and um, I felt sorry. Well, Sorry for it, my sister about that. And interesting enough, you know, I, I listen to you and I think about how sometimes women that or females that get involved in the gay lifestyle, they um, sometimes are ultimately seeking that, seeking that acceptance that they didn't receive from their mother. 
and you know, that may be the case, you know, with your sister. Maybe there was quite a rejection, and so it's kind of like that that constant, you know, just trying to find acceptance and love from something maybe she didn't feel from your mom. Certainly, because well, we don't believe that uh, people are born gay, so right. we believe that perhaps, and especially as you're talking, I'm thinking perhaps you're, your mom slapped your, your sister too many times, and so maybe she already felt some rejection. And maybe, maybe she yeah. already felt like, you know, it's better to be a boy in this family than it is to be a girl. You know, uh, w- my mother went to work at, at a bakery. My dad, like I said last week, we own this hotel downtown, and we grew up with our dad, mainly male figures. And uh, like I told you before, my brother passed away of AIDS back in, he was 50, back in 06. And, and, you know, my sister Barbara, she's, she closed it down now, but after about 15 years, she owned, she owned, uh, the electric company, which is a gay club, which is just not all gay, it's mixed on San Pedro there, but, um, you know, it's, we had a male figure, and she, they were all stars, and my twin sisters were all stars and state champions, and could throw a ball, and I couldn't. <laughs> but, you know, Anyway, you know, I'm listening to your show and things like that, and I'm trying to be on the positive side about some things instead of being so negative and getting after you too much. Well, we appreciate that, Harold. Thanks so much for calling in. All righty. See you later. You know, I just wanted to say about Harold's call, you know, um, sometimes it's very important to really try and note that Folks who struggle in same-sex attraction, and then let's just take that for example. You know, we have a female here who, who um, may have over-identified with her dad because maybe she related better to him. Right. Well, you get the combination of the over-identifying with the dad and the rejection from the mother, you know, and that just kind of is just a double whammy. Absolutely. It, uh, we see it a lot in folks who come in and say, well, I was just always a tomboy. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a tomboy, but sometimes a tomboy is a tomboy because dad appreciates who I am and he at least notes who I am and, and he doesn't reject me as much. And yet in the perfect storm of, of homosexuality in a girl's life, if she remains so connected to dad and yet never feels like she can connect with mom, then what she ends up finding is there is a hole there. There's a missing place. There's a broken place where she longs to have the feminine touch, but she doesn't know how to get it. So she ends up heading off into homosexuality because there she can at least have intimacy, albeit sexual, uh, and it does meet a need, but it's not a legitimate need. It's not a need that gets filled permanently because her heart is really missing the love of her mom. And that's the, the whole, that's the whole reason, and I think it's important to think about that. It's the whole reason why mom wounds are just crucial to look at. Because mom wounds can leave a broken place. Well, and you know, I was just sitting here thinking, and I would just like to say to Harold that, you know, something you might want to think about is how did you feel about seeing your mother, I mean, your your mother slap your sister? I mean, it's just kind of looking at those things. And I don't, I don't think that you're really thinking negative, but I think it is important to look at how it caused you to feel. Absolutely, because mom wounds go around the family. They're not just for some of the kids. They, they tend to hit all of the kids. 
And again, we're not downing moms. Uh, we love our moms. And uh, I was just thinking about a time when, you know, I was telling Shay on the way over to the studio, you know, that my mom, every day when I'd come home from kindergarten, she would scoop me up and put me in her arms and she'd rock me to sleep. And, and uh, it was just a great time. It was a very close time. And so I, I really felt nurtured by her. I'm not saying I didn't have some wounds by her, but I, I, it's great. It's great to enjoy the love of a mother. And we do honor moms. But we also know that moms have wounds. And because they have wounds, uh, they might have accidentally wounded uh, some of, of you listening out there. Again, our, our phone numbers are 210-340-9585. Toll free, 877-630-5757. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. You know, if you're interested as you're listening in, in healing some of your hidden wounds, we offer a variety of retreats. Uh, many, A couple of them are coming up. Uh, one is a wives retreat called Journey to Joy. You can visit www.journeytojoy.org, and it'll give you some information. It's a It's a wives retreat for... Uh, folks who have um, have sexual brokenness in their marriages, their husbands have gotten into in porn or compulsive sexual behaviors. It's a great time of healing. It's just a time when wives come out to our retreat center and they rest and they recuperate from just the pain and the shame of, of what they're going through. We also have a men's retreat coming up called Fervent Warrior. It's uh, You can go on our website at shadowhiswingsministry.com. And look at that as well, because we really are about healing hidden wounds. Uh, the ministry was formed out of our own past, our own brokenness, and the great things that God did for us. And believe you me, uh, he is a great healer, and uh, we believe in his healing. We believe he healed then, and he still heals now. And don't forget, uh, if you don't deal with your past, you're destined to repeat it in your present. So let's talk a little bit more about the effects of the mother wound. Uh, one of the things that the mother wound can cause, especially in a marriage, is it can cause trust issues between a couple. Uh, sometimes, especially if a son has had trouble trusting his mom. Maybe uh, there was some pretty desperate hurt in his past, or perhaps she left the family. Um, I think... Sometimes what can happen is as a as a boy grows up having a hard time trusting women. So he has a hard time fully giving his heart over to a woman in marriage because he's afraid, so to speak, quote unquote, all women are alike. So if my mom is untrustworthy, then perhaps my wife could hurt me as well. So that's a great, it's a great adventure to begin looking at wounds and to begin trying to figure out where your wounds are. And so I'm just wondering when you, when you're talking about that, what, what would be interesting or what would be the thing to look at in a relationship? Well, I think it's important. Uh, sometimes a wife can see these things easier than a husband, but sometimes a wife might might see that her husband doesn't fully seem to connect with her. Uh, I've had wives say before, you know, he just doesn't seem to connect. Uh, we go through the motions, but I don't feel very close to him. And sometimes in that closeness, the 
what the husband is kind of feeling is, is I don't trust you to allow you wife to get into my heart, to get very close to my heart. And so he may be a great performer. He may do be a great husband that does well and provides and, and, uh, comes through in all the right places. But a wife just sometimes feels like, you know, we're not just very close. We don't seem to connect. We don't talk. We don't communicate. Sometimes if you're a husband out there thinking about this, you know, you might want to look back on your childhood and, and look at, you know, did I, how did I feel about my mom? Uh, did I have feelings of anger for her? Were there ever times that I was frustrated with her? Um, and did I trust her? Maybe she cheated on uh, in the, in the relationship. Maybe a divorce occurred. It's just a process of beginning to look at those, those wounds that might have, have affected you. Let's talk a little bit about mother wounds and comparisons. Uh, how we talked a little bit about comparisons earlier. Tell us a little bit, like you said, about females growing up and living under comparison. Well, I think that, um, Well, I think comparison sometimes uh, for a girl can be this process of how does she how does she look at what she sees in herself now? You know, we're talking about the mother wound, but for for an adult woman that might be sitting out there listening, um, how does she feel in her own heart? How does she feel about who she is? We work a lot with wounded wives. And sometimes if a mother has not been approving, you know, I think every child wants to hear from their parent, I'm proud of you. You're good. And sometimes when a daughter doesn't hear from her mom, you know, that I'm proud of you, when she hears more of a, of a statement of you're falling short or why can't you be more like Susie? Uh, you know, what that does to her is it says there's something wrong with me. And it's important, you know, our, our hope is, is that people find their wounds, not so that we can say how horrible their moms are, but we hope that they can find their wounds so that then they can allow Christ to step into that place of wounding. You know, a broken spirit, um, it's just a shattered spirit. It's a spirit that says, you know, I don't ever quite measure up. Somebody is telling me, someone has told me. Maybe it's a mom wound. Maybe it's a dad wound. Maybe it's just mom and dad were great, but the kids at school picked on you. You know, and so what it tells a child growing up is I'm not quite right. And what God loves to do is he loves to step into that place of not being quite right and he loves to say, you know what, you are my creation. I formed you in my in your mother's womb. And I wouldn't change a thing about you. But you know what is something that always bothered me is when people would say, you know, the hardest journey that you have to make is the 11 inches from your head to your heart. And if you've ever heard that before, you may join me in being frustrated by that because I never could understand what that meant. Because I'd say, I want to understand that in my heart, but I, I get it in my head, but I don't really know what it is in my heart. And so the journey is, is understanding how do I see myself the way God sees me? 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Well, before you know how to love well, you have to learn how to love yourself. And please know, we believe only in Christ as the great healer, the great comforter, the great counselor. And so we are not saying that in a kind of a new age psychological way. We're saying God wants us to see his creation, and that's us, and say it is good. Well, and I just wanted, just to close, and I wanted to let everybody know that as you're sitting there and you're thinking about maybe the show and your own relationship with your mother, I would like for you to know that Shadow of His Wings Ministry, we're also a counseling ministry, and so we would love to hear from you if you'd like to email us at info at Shadow of His Wings Ministry, or you can call us at 210-887-9007, and um, again, we're a counseling ministry, and we we accept donations, so go to our page if you'd like to support us, and we thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us this evening. We'll look for you next week where we'll be talking about more wounding. for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener-supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do. 